Good morning, my brothers and sisters. On this, our 71st episode of the Good Morning... Dang it, it's the 72nd. I messed it up. <laughs> I wrote that earlier. No. Uh, on this 72nd episode of the Good Morning Guys podcast. Thank you so much for joining us on this fine morning, afternoon, evening, or night as we discuss the game of life amidst the other games we love to watch and play. I am one of your hosts, the Brazilian Mountaineer and Transition Ninja, who cannot count and is continuing on because Patrick will not edit this out. I'm Lucas Ham Swisher. Nice to be with you today. Also with me, the judge, jury, and executioner of fake news and spoilers, Patrick Porter Bridges Novacell. You're not going to redo this? You're not going to start over? If I do, will you uh, edit it? Nope. Good. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I nope. thought. <laughs> All right. Next to him, but only in spirit, our volleyball and beast of the East who can make it laugh in three words or less, who will definitely be sharing about his escapades next week and the very important business that he's been up to t- this past week. Ronnie Johantis, you are missed. We'll see you next week, brother. Uh, but there is our fourth member of the GMG Quadfecta. He's got music in his heart. Doctor Who on his brain and La Coretta in his stomach, Marcus James Boucher. Ohio. Ohio gozaimasu to you. <laughs> oh, but wait, folks, that's not all because there's more. We have a guest amongst us, and the final member of our show today, he's a master Twitcher, video game and coffee ambassador extraordinaire, and one of the four illustrious hosts of the Married to the Games podcast, digitally in the flesh amongst us, Ed Frankincense Placencia. <laughs> Just throwing it out there, see if it sticks. I like it. Wait, what does Mark Boucher have in his belly? What did you say? La Coretta. What it's is a, that? So La Coretta is a, is a Mexican restaurant, a local Mexican restaurant in my area that my family and I frequent like every week. Okay. Ask, ask Gabe about it because he's been there. All right. Nice. I like it. Thanks for having me, guys. It's nice to be here. Yeah. Yay. Ed, it's so good to have you with us to give our joiners a little context. As mentioned, Ed is uh, a host on our Big Brother podcast, and really the main reason that Patrick, Mark, and I even know each other. Um, so it's it's been a dream of ours to someday get uh, each of the MTTG hosts on here, and Ed is the first of four. Of Am the four. I the first? You are. You are oh, you're the first one, my friend. I win. You, you're the big winner. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Nice. Um, so before we continue on kind of talking about what's been going on in our weeks, Ed, I wanted to give you just a sec to uh, maybe just introduce yourself, uh, and then we'll just jump into what's been going on in life. So, Ed, give us the uh, elevator pitch of who you are. You're not trying to sell us anything, but, you know. Just... The elevator pitch of who I am. Uh, yeah. born, born and raised in northeastern Indiana. Uh, kind of bounced around the country um, and landed back here, uh, married to my wife of 13 years, uh, Sarah. And uh, we have a dog, Batman, and a cat, Mai. And we both like to play video games together. Me and Sarah, not the dog or the cat. <laughs> Although uh, that would be cool. That would yeah, be really yeah. cool. <laughs> awesome. That would be sweet. <laughs> They're really good at just dance. <laughs> 
Awesome. Nice. All right, man. Uh, well, let's uh, gather around the old Waller Waller cooler. I always mispronounce that. I think there's a I reason I took Waller that out. I love Waller coolers. The Waller coolers are the best. Let's gather around it then, shall we? And uh, <laughs> see what's going on. Since, Ed, you are our guest, why don't you lead us in? How is life treating you, brother? Uh, life is good. Um, I've, I've been a bit of a bachelor this week. Sarah is a fitness instructor, and she's actually on a cruise right now teaching fitness classes. So spring break woohoo i know right <laughs> that's so gotta that's be the life nice. that is the yeah. life yes it so is. she left uh saturday and we'll be back on uh sunday so okay it's, it's okay. been pretty quiet here um yesterday went out and we were gonna get ourselves a dishwasher for christmas that's the kind of gifts we get each other oh and, uh, <laughs> we <laughs> practical instead yeah. the car was like how about the check engine light instead so yeah. oh, no. So we did yeah. that, and then I was able to go yesterday, get a dishwasher finally, and then it'll be installed before she gets home. So it'll be a kind of a nice surprise for her. She doesn't know I went and got it. So, aren't those things amazing? Yeah, yeah. Was that the was that the thing that was wrong with your car? It needed a dishwasher. It did. <laughs> That's the thing is, I didn't realize. I didn't realize it didn't have one. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna Man. drive to the store. Any dishes you want me to wash? <laughs> going to get some uh, cereal exactly so <laughs> it drives itself to the car wash it opens the trunk and it just like goes through really slowly man that would totally beat out playstation revealing their car with a playstation 5 in it yeah dishwashers are amazing when we uh first got like a mini one here down in Brazil, mm-hmm. it was like it was Christmas for me. Yeah. And then earlier last year, we got an Amer- I call it an American sized dishwasher because it's not very common. But man, being able to wash almost anything in the dishwasher has been a treat. And uh, when we got home from vacation a few days ago, the dishwasher wasn't working. And yeah, you yeah. feel it when you have one for a you, bit, and then you, you don't. You do. I, I I panicked. Yeah, yeah. At first, we were pretty cool about it. It was like, oh, we can do dishes by hand. It's no big deal. And <laughs> yeah. after a couple of months, it's like, hey, I think maybe we can get a dishwasher for Christmas. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so here's here's a question for you because uh, I've dealt with this in you know different homes, uh, obviously including my own because uh, we rent where we're living yeah and for a while we we had a non-functional dishwasher mm-hmm. and then finally they replaced it um but I've, I've seen with different dishwashers do you have to like pre-wash your dishes before you actually stick them in the dishwasher or can you just throw them in there caked on like with stuff on it we would always i mean i know a lot of times they kind of advertise that you don't have to pre-wash anything, but we usually at least ran it under the sink or scraped it off pretty good just because more often than not, yeah, it, it ends up with, with little lumps or you've got gunks of food all over inside the drain or what have you. So, Ugh. yep. Yeah. Yeah. Cause my, my in-laws, their dishwasher is like a miracle worker. Like really you can just toss that thing right in there and it comes out spick and, you know, spick and span clean. Nice. Huh? But yeah, ours here. No, no. Yeah. That's not how Definitely El Cheapo. <laughs> but, okay. Yeah. Well, cool. Yeah. Uh, while Sarah's been gone, uh, mostly just been uh, gaming-wise, at least, uh, been playing a little Red Dead online, getting in some Overwatch when I can, uh, played some DJ Hero today, which was fun to get into and kind of go old school, and um, 
this weekend I I played uh, I jumped into Sea of Solitude. I had started it and never finished it, and I kind of started it from the beginning and jumped in and. I had to have Patrick explain the end of it for me because <laughs> yeah. it's so abstract and obtuse. You know, it's it's yeah. I don't know if my interpretation of the ending is the correct ending, but that's just what made me feel like okay, that was the end. This is the way I thought it was because they don't yeah. really explain it. It's so like strange. Yeah, I'm very not, strange ending. I'm not good at interpreting things for myself. Like when you ask someone, "What does it mean?" and the creator is like, "Well, that's up for your interpretation." And I'm like. But I don't know what it means, so please tell me. <laughs> I don't me. have an yeah. interpretation. Exactly. <laughs> That's why I gave you money to tell me a story. <laughs> so, but yeah, it's yeah. been it's been a, it's been a good week. But uh, we'll definitely be uh, be glad when Sarah gets back. Awesome. Well, cool. Yeah. Very nice. Well, anybody else uh, having a bachelor life over there, Mark? How about you, buddy? You been you and uh, Cisco been hanging out? Just the two of you. No, no, no. We're definitely not batching it up. Uh, my wife has definitely been here. Uh, so this past Sunday, we actually went to for the third time. Um, you know, Ed, if you're not, I think you know that knew this already. But um, one of my jobs that I have is uh, I'm a youth pastor, mm-hmm. um, and uh, we took our youth group on Sunday to an escape room. Oh, that's uh, right. Yeah, um, so we've gone three times. The kids have loved it every time. Um, we actually have two escape room places in this area. Um, so we've been to one place twice and then another place once. Um, the first time we went, we were six minutes over because typically mm. they give you they give you an hour mm-hmm. uh, to to solve the puzzle or solve the room or whatever. Um, and we were six minutes over, unfortunately, but, um, and then the second time we went to the different place, we, we were able to do it within an hour. Well, this time, um, the, the room was Indiana Jones themed. Oh, that's awesome. Were there snakes? There, there were not snakes. What? But, um, (laughs) all right. (laughs) What? But there was, there was an Indiana Jones hat. And there were like it was the room was they basically took styrofoam and made it look like an old temple, and um, there were like um, markings on on the walls and stuff where you could put like these these stone kind of shaped like um, I don't know what you would call those things but like they're carved stone pieces uh-huh. um, kind of like totems yeah that word okay um, that you could put into the wall and i guess those things had like magnets inside the pieces oh nice where if you put them in a certain order um it would unlock you know a certain part of the puzzle that's did you have to Um, do any switching out of uh like golden idols golden idol with a bag of sand (laughs) no we were nope we didn't do any of that striking out no snakes but we had two opportunities they had a hat we we had (laughs) to assemble (laughs) (laughs) we had to assemble this like this it's like this ancient carving. I don't even know what to call it, but like it was IKEA it was, furniture. No, no, not, not <laughs> IKEA furniture. It was not Swedish. Oh, okay. Indiana Jones. Uh, no, but it was. What like would some that sort sound like, ancient... Mark? If it was Swedish Indiana Jones. <laughs> I'm going to go through the Temple of the Doom. Uh, <laughs> that seems right. 
Uh, <laughs> but um, your Swedish listeners are very offended right now. <laughs> I'm so sorry, and they're walking out the door. We just lost the one. <laughs> um, but uh, no, it was like this ancient, like Mayan-looking carving. Uh, design mm-hmm. that you had to it was like broken down in pieces that you had to like put together and it helped you solve another puzzle yeah. and um, there and then there was a por- a portion where once you solved the certain puzzle it actually unlocked a trap door oh nice to that go into a second room um, to where there was like these blocks and you had to put them in there's like a a gridded um, you know, cubby hole kind of type of thing on the wall, and you had to put these these blocks in a certain order to solve the final puzzle. And there were carvings on the wall that basically helped you to solve the puzzle. Mm-hmm. And then finally, the door unlocked. Um, but basically, the idea was that this this lost professor, because they can't use the name Indiana Jones, right? Um, <laughs> You know, went to a temple and basically found this incredible temple, but got locked inside, essentially. Um, and so your job is to, you know, get through this temple and find out what happened to the professor and obviously escape the temple. Nice. Um, that so pretty cool. we were able to do it with two minutes to spare. Nice. Yes. Nice. So Down to our, the wire. So our team is two and one in terms of escape rooms but we had a we had a great time um that room was very well done yeah we did a great job with that like i've been obviously we've been in a, other escape rooms that was the most i think the most elaborate and well-designed one that that we've been to but cool i always enjoy the way that they put those puzzles together and how they how they flow into other yeah into other things ed you've been to an escape room before, yeah right yeah definitely yeah i i don't i'm always impressed by how they come up with any of those ideas or puzzles it's it's beyond my my thinking it's really it's really cool yeah confession on my part i have never done an escape room no do they have any in brazil uh they they well they they have escape rooms made of grass and it's the only (laughs) place that has grass sorry ed i threw that one at mark because uh some episodes ago he asked me if we had grass in brazil so (laughs) i just had the I just had to throw that out there. But anyways. And then tell him what we talked about like a week <laughs> yes, or two Yes, last week he grass? did mention, it was mentioned again, and I actually went to a part of Brazil where they don't really have grass. So <laughs> That's amazing. We learned Vindicated. something new, and I realized that Mark wasn't exactly wrong. <laughs> questioning of grass. Uh, I, I, they might have escape rooms, but not that I've seen. So... Yeah, okay. I, I I would like to try them, but I have a feeling I would like overthink things, and I'd mm. be like, "What is what is this? These glasses look like they could do something." Like, I don't know. I just feel like I would like slow the group down. <laughs> mm. Well, the nice thing about this particular place, and I'm sure other places like it, and I don't know if they did this at your the escape rooms you went to, but um, they actually have a walkie-talkie in the room, mm-hmm. um, and they allow you a certain amount of hints. Right. So if you if you get oh, stuck, nice. you can you can just walk yeah. in and they'll help you out. Yeah. I would definitely use those hints. Yeah, my wife yep. would be much better at it than I am, but we each have our strengths. <laughs> um, but yeah, also, uh, so I am about to start a trek that I have been meaning to start 
for over a year now and haven't gotten around to it. So first off, I have to apologize to Patrick mm-hmm. because back in a little 2018, Patrick did his 24-hour extra life stream, I believe for Team MTTG, actually. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure was. Um, and he did a giveaway on his stream, and I happened to win a game from him. And that game was Horizon Zero Dawn. Ooh. And uh, and then a little old game called Apex Legends came out. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that Apex. All games on the back burner. Right? Yep. <laughs> Just slid those back. Um, but um, obviously, I'm still playing Apex. Um, but um, I have decided I need to jump into this since everybody talks about this game and how good it is. Um, so I'm going to jump into it. I think, nice. uh, Mark, you and Gabe should start a support group. You could maybe help Gabe finish <laughs> Horizon Zero Dawn. It's not a bad idea. Yeah. I need to start it first. That's true. You didn't even start it. <laughs> well, yeah, that's a good one. It's a, it's a, that, oh, man, that was, that was one of the, one of the best PS4 games out yeah. there. Yeah. Um, not including any like trilogies or like fourth game in a series, but you know, having that one just come out of nowhere. I mean, that was a, that was the team that created uh, Killzone, right? Yeah. And then they just came out with, Horizon Zero Dawn just blew everyone out of the water. Mm, yep. So yeah, that's a really good game. Such I can't wait game. to hear your thoughts on it after you start it. Right for sure, definitely. So Patrick, yeah, how's uh, how's things been going on your end? So yeah, this past week uh, I have been off of work. I've been off oh, of work nice. for the past ten days. I don't. I, I go back to work. Slacker. It was, it was yeah. It was awesome. <laughs> I did absolutely nothing. That's awesome. Awesome. Don't even Glorious. talk to him like that. You don't even work. Oh, oh, here we go. Wow. All right. That's another Uh, inside joke. uh, (laughs) Uh, I that. So I've done a ton of gaming. I've hung out with the kids, um, you know, picking up the kids um, from school. Um, I did that on on Friday. So my uh, daughter uh, ended up getting straight A's for the first half of the school year. Nice. So... um, I uh, wanted to surprise her, and I took her out to these, this local skating place. It was called the Skating Place when I was growing up. It was just a skating rink. Now it's got arcade. It's got bumper cars. It's got like a rope course. This place is huge now. Nice. Um, so I, I was like, well, let's, let's, I'll take you to the skating place. And she's like, are you going to skate with me? <laughs> I just looked at her. I was like, oh, I don't what? think so. Do you want to put, she, want to put me in the hospital? Right. <laughs> so, but she, uh, but she just looked at me. She's like, "You're skating." I'm like, "Okay, I'll skate." I haven't skated since I was probably 12. Wow, and it's been so long. So I get there and I put on the skates, and <laughs> uh, I don't know what to do with my feet because it's been so long. <laughs> like I stand up, like I'm on, I'm on like the 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 little bench and I stand up and I'm like four inches taller than I already am. So, right. Uh, and so, so about eight feet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, so tall. Uh, and I, so when I'm on the carpet, I'm like, I don't, I'm just like shimming my, my way there. Cause I oh, kind of don't remember how to do this. Now before, uh, could you like go backwards and do stuff like that? Uh, no, not when I was younger. That okay. was one of the only, only things I could not do. Like I could, I could put my, feet over one over the other as i'm turning right um, yeah. i could spin but i could never because my 
my feet are it's it's hard for me to turn them outwards so it's kind of hard for me to do like the and and, and jumping skates is kind of difficult and i wasn't yeah. about to see oh let's see if i could do it now mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah <laughs> right exactly <laughs> so uh but yeah it, it it took as soon as i got on the uh on the rink you know i was just just going slow just trying to get my bearings and after about a few minutes uh, it just clicked, kind of like hmm. riding a bike. As soon as yep. as soon as you get on a bike, you're like, okay, now I remember how to do this. Yeah. Um. And 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 yeah, I just and I was just going. I, I put one foot over the other, and I was just I was moving along. And but I was I didn't want to move along too fast because my daughter she's nine and she can't <laughs> go as fast as me. So I was just right. hanging hanging with her. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that was it was a nice nice Friday. Um. We came home and then she we did, there was a um a new sushi restaurant Ooh. that had opened up near our near our house. Um. I think it's like two weeks old, and so she asked if she wanted to go get sushi, and I'm like oh. You know, you got straight A's. Sure, why? Why the heck not? Well, and we yeah. so yeah, just like just like when uh, when <laughs> yeah, it was, was I was that? bachelor and up uh, that yeah. one that one weekend. Oh, that's uh, right. Kids yeah, every time the like, kids hey, would be like, this? "Hey, Dad, can we do this?" Yeah, yep. Why not? <laughs> sure, why not? <laughs> Mom's not here. Yes, Dad. Can we rob a bank, Daddy? Sure. Yeah, yeah. that's great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we went to get some sushi and hung out with her. It was, it was a nice uh, daddy daughter day because throughout the entire week, because Clark he only has preschool until like 12 30 so in the afternoon we would hang out oh nice um, nice so uh when she got home on friday i was like okay let's it's time for me to hang out with you but so it yeah. was it was good for it was a good friday uh but throughout the week and now I, I had mentioned uh last week that uh we i was playing super mario deluxe with clark and oh, we got did he deleted again <sighs> oh no, oh, no, no way. He did. are you serious <laughs> <laughs> so uh game plus plus here we, we come <laughs> we were we had gotten all the star coins on eight of the nine levels all oh, right no. and we had beaten eight of the nine extra levels so once you get a all the star coins on one uh world you get an extra level which is one of the harder levels um so we did all eight worlds and all eight superstar worlds is what they're called i guess I don't know. Uh, and then you uh, should know at this point what they're I called, know, Patrick. Right? You've played them multiple Sup- times. It's the super, <laughs> I think it's superstar, superstar something. But we don't go into that very often because we're usually in the other worlds. Yeah. So uh, we were on the last one. I was like, okay, we only need to do this world. We only need to get three more levels with all their star coins. And then we can do the superstar road. Um, and then, and then we're finished. And then we've essentially quote unquote platinum the game, I would say. Right. And uh, so we did all that, and then I we put it down. I go out and I'm making lunch, <laughs> and he comes out. He's like, "Daddy, I think I deleted it again." Wow. And I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> dude, dude!" And then my wife's like, "Are you doing this on purpose so Daddy plays more with you?" And <laughs> which is impossible because he doesn't know how to read yet, so he's just clicking buttons and not knowing what's happening. So uh, yeah, so we're we're on the third no. try. Oh my gosh. Of, of doing this, <laughs> that is dedication, uh, man. Right? Yeah. Well, and with me, me being home, we've had a lot of time to play. So we've gotten seven of the nine worlds done. And with since we since we've played these uh, levels and worlds over and over again, 
it is we know where everything is now yeah uh yeah. so it's a lot easier to get through it through it so um <laughs> so yeah so we're going through that again oh my um, gosh <laughs> uh, so I, and there's like three there's three safe um, yeah it's like files. are there I was so just I copied. Ask. So I copied it. I was like copied all into all three save files. So if he deletes <laughs> one, we still have the other one. Yes. So Is there a place to put a USB and do a <laughs> upload it to the cloud? Pen drive. No, upload no to the idea. cloud. Yeah. Yeah. Oh god. Backup to the backup to the backup mm-hmm. to the backup. Uh huh. <laughs> so um, yeah. So also with me being home, um, I've been playing uh, Death Stranding, and I, m- I mentioned it last week, and I. I got through the prologue, chapter one and chapter two. And chapter three, I played for probably, I don't know, seven hours in, in chapter three. Mm-hmm. And it was it was long. At this point, I'm just like, this is ridiculous. If, this, if they're all going to be like this, I don't even know if I want to continue this. Mm. Because it is just walking around, delivering packages. Walking around, delivering <laughs> packages. Walking around, getting get, be, uh, being attacked by these BTs, these like dead wraith looking characters which is which which is annoying by the way um and so so i put it down and i started playing some overwatch i played overwatch with ed and his sister is it jamie yes yeah jamie and we we played that and then lem jumped in we played a little bit more um and then so i i i, I turn off the playstation and uh, and at this point i'm like i don't know if i'm ever going to go back to death stranding because mm. it is just so boring so i i, I saw so i googled how long does each chapter take in death stranding and first article came up i clicked on it and the first sentence says if you're in chapter three you're probably here for a reason. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I, so I was like, well, this article is, is for me. It's made for so you. So I, I read it and they said chapter three is the longest. Hmm. Every other chapter after that is, is shorter than chapter three. So I, so I was like, okay, so now that I know that chapter three is this long and I only have two more deliveries in chapter three, I'm like, okay. Um, and then we'll see what happens. And my own fault is... There are main missions and then there are side missions. I stopped doing side missions. Yeah. Because they they don't they don't uh, push along the story at all. So I uh, I started doing main missions. I did the two main missions in chapter three and it ended. So I was like, sweet, chapter four now. Chapter four was one one mission and it was already in chapter five. I'm like, all right, all right, I get this. <laughs> so uh, and then chapter six, seven, and eight, they're a little bit longer. Uh, then I would say maybe maybe two hours long uh, for each one. Uh, so I was and and only doing main missions. Uh, I love this game way more. Absolutely, that's, nice. that's good to know, man. Yeah, yeah, it's because awesome. like with with the side missions, you're just going all over the place, right? And you're just the whole point of this game is to connect the United States back together. Um, and the side missions don't do that the main missions do that. So, and the side missions were just like, Hey, take this glassware to this right place or take these new old playing cards to this place. I'm like, ah, this is, this is not exciting. Yeah. Um, so I just started a main mission and, and, and since I've been main mission, it, it's been a lot, a lot more fun. The story has gotten a lot better. Uh, there's some, some twists, some turns and some mm-hmm. revelations that are, that are really, really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and I current, I'm currently in chapter 10. 
Um, I think there's only 15 chapters or so, but this this game started off being awful to being really, really good. Um, That's awesome. One of the one of the things, Mark, you said uh, was or was kind of turned you off on it was one the cutscenes. The cutscenes are are a lot less than in chapter chapter one, um, and then moving along uh, from place to place, you can actually uh, ride motorcycles and and trucks, um, so it helps you get to places a little bit faster. Um, and every every time you complete a mission, you get an upgrade. Or a new thing, so there's always that carrot on a stick, where yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, I get I get an upgrade, or I get a, I get I, I get something that I can that gets me around faster, gets me from place to place faster. Um, so it's not just oh, I gotta go 14 miles to the next place on foot. No, you don't have to do that um, mm. very often. So um, yeah, it's it's gotten a lot better. Um, the story's good. I can't wait to see how it all it all shapes up. Yeah, that was that was one of the things that really grabbed me. That's the one of the things that Kojima's really good at is is story. And, oh yeah, um, it's convoluted. Don't get me wrong; it's very yeah. convoluted. But if you get also past Kojima, that, it is, <laughs> but it's yeah. interesting. Uh, it is it is very interesting. And and so that's that's one of the things that had me intrigued about it, but. I'm I'm one of those people that like if if this game isn't grabbing me within like the first you know however amount of time to where like I'm losing interest quickly I'm I'm done. Yeah. And and yeah, I, I know you told me that like you get uh vehicles and stuff like that. Um just the whole the whole idea of having to go from place to place just delivering packages and things like that. Um didn't interest me enough to where I felt it compelling to go back. Mm. But I did look up the actual story scenes and everything on, on YouTube and stuff. <laughs> yeah, and go. how long were they? Uh well like 40 the first, hours? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, I felt like I was watching a movie, like yeah. a full-length movie. Um, but uh, no, all the story beats were great i was i was very interested yes it was very convoluted and i ended up having to like read other things to explain to me okay this is what this means this is what this means i did and Um, i did the same thing Mm -hmm. yeah so it helped me to to for things to be more cohesive um so the story and everything was great it's just did you watch it all the way to the end i did so I know the ending. Now you have no um, trophies to show for it. Nope. <laughs> not that you <laughs> but care. But you know me. <laughs> yeah. Um, not an achievement hunter. Um yeah. but um yeah, the story was interesting, but like I said, the gameplay it, it, itself was not enough for me to to go back. But and and, and I hesitate to say that it's a bad game. It's just not my cup of tea. Right. Yeah. In yeah. terms of yeah. gameplay. Now, Ed, you played through that bad boy. What was your uh, experience like compared to Patrick's? That has been. Uh, Patrick's way further than I am, but Patrick's actually making me want to get back into it just because I got so sidetracked by the side missions, and knowing oh, yeah. that you can just mainline it is is nice because there's you know video games have trained you that hey if you do side missions you'll get XP. You'll buff your character up, right? You know, and you can go in OP when you get to where you're supposed to be. And knowing that none of that really comes into 
in, into the matter. It's kind of a, I, I'm kind of intrigued to hop back in again now. Now, I have to say that I did change the difficulty to very easy. Really? And since doing that, I have enjoyed the game immensely, so much more. You can just enjoy the story. Up. The story is is the reason why I'm playing this game. Yeah. Because, I mean, I'm not I'm not in it to deliver packages. I'm in it to to find out. Oh, this this is why this is happening, or right. why is this person in the position they are now, or why is that guy doing that or how does that guy how's that guy able to do that so yeah um yeah that story the story beats are are like like mark said they're they're good they're really good and um not having to do those side missions to upgrade um everything it's it's like well each each station has like metals or some other materials that the only that's that's the only reason for you to do side missions is to have more materials in that particular um mission or that particular place yeah um so and i'm like i don't really care because i don't craft that much stuff i craft what i need and i go on to my main mission and there's always enough Hmm. i don't know if there if if in like a harder difficulty uh there are there's less um maybe there is but in very easy there's just a a plethora of of <laughs> items that you can use. A smattering a of a items. Smatter- if you Did you say there is a plethora? A plethora. <laughs> ah, plethoras. <laughs> One of my favorite words. I love that. But yeah. So yeah. Cool. How about you, Lucas? Oh, you lost. <laughs> <laughs> Well done, Ed. Just wanted to see how long the uh, awkward silence would last. <laughs> Got to do that from time to time. Uh, just for kicks and giggles. Uh, for me, uh, I'll, I'll confess that Mark is right that I have not been working. And uh, it's mainly because uh, I'm at the tail end of uh, my family's Christmas and summer break, which is weird for most Americans to hear. But being in the Southern Hemisphere... Uh, we had Christmas and then the kids and my wife, Mindy did not have any school, uh, to go to, to teach, to go to class and such until this week. So this was our last weekend. This, this was our last week, this past week, uh, being together and kind of hanging out. And, uh, some of it was spent just recovering from our vacation that I talked a lot about last week where we explored the wilds of Northeastern Brazil um, but we had a nice weekend together. We went and saw Frozen 2, which just came out, uh, I think, a week or two ago oh, in okay. Brazil. It was very much delayed. The whole schedule of movies between Brazil and the U.S. is very strange. Um, sometimes we'll actually get movies a week ahead <laughs> of the U.S., like hmm. some Marvel movies. Like really? I saw Iron Man 3 a week before... Uh, Anybody in the U.S. did well, except for people, of course, that made it or went to the, you know, the the West Coast premiere. The the people that you know, yeah. You saw Rise of Skywalker before we did. Yeah, I saw I saw Rise of Skywalker a day before because ours was released. uh, I think Thursday at midnight or Wednesday, like we went Wednesday night and it was released at Thursday at midnight, and so it's really strange. And then you have Frozen Two, which I think was released in November or December in the Mm -hmm. U.S. Mm -hmm. And so Something we like just that. got it like a week or two ago. Oh, wow. And we were pumped to see it. I was not excited to watch it in Portuguese um, 
but what usually happens Oh weird. Yeah. So in Brazil, they they do have a lot of movies that are released in English. Uh, a fair amount. Like there's usually an option in most theaters you'll get one um subtitled in Portuguese and still spoken in the original language. Hmm. But with animated movies, um when you think about it, most kids that want to watch children's movies can't read or they can't read that fast. Right. Mm. So they're almost exclusively in in Portuguese. And so we can never catch a break with that. Like there and there's I, I love Disney and Pixar movies, so I always want to watch them in English. Um, and that was the case with Frozen 2. And so I was a little resistant, but then we got free tickets and it was our last weekend together and the tickets expired at the end of the month. So we were just like, let's just go watch it. It'll be, you know, we'll make the most of it. Uh, we had heard it was amazing, heard it was really good. Um, and I I really felt like, you know what? I, I really have to just, I have to, I have to do it for my kids. You know, sometimes I go and watch movies, you know, animated movies and just say, yeah, it's for the kids, but really it's for me. Right. Um, But with this one, I was like, you know what? They're really excited about it. You know, we watched it for Christmas time. And so we went and we watched it. And I tell you what, it was, it was amazing, even in Portuguese. Like, that's awesome. Like, I, nice. uh, I I understood a lot more than I thought I would. Um, A lot of times in these, in these animated movies, they actually, they don't translate the jokes. They change them to make them more applicable to the culture. Right. So there are jokes that are in Portuguese that when you translate it literally, it makes no sense to us because we didn't grow up with yeah. those cultural jokes and stuff in Portuguese. And I was afraid of that happening again because it happens a lot in animated movies. But I understood pretty much all of it. Uh, and the music was amazing. Um, the the jokes, you know, we all kept up. I mean, we have you guys all seen it? I don't. No, I, I've I seen know, it. not yeah. Frozen Two. I so, seen it are are all the songs in Portuguese too? Yes, and wow. I have to say that there were times when I was trying to read the lips uh, of the singers <laughs> to try to see like what they were saying because I could understand the music. Like the music was really well done, and I feel like even when they sang it, they sang it slow enough to where I could keep up with what mm. you know the general content. And there were some times when they really enunciated. The animators really made their mouths enunciate. And so I, I kept up with what was saying. And there was a few times I was like, that's not, that's not right. <laughs> like, <laughs> at one point, uh, the, the song was mentioned, do you want to build a snowman? But in Portuguese, it was, do you want to play in the snow? And I'm like, that's not right. Oh, no, that's, that's not funny. the same. <laughs> so there's stuff like that, that, you know, it's a slight difference. And it's like, I guess it, nobody here builds snowmen. So it doesn't make any sense to say, hey, do you want to build a snowman? Because then the kids would be like, well, what's. What's a snowman or right. like, you know, <laughs> that kind of stuff. So they have to say, do you want to play in the snow? So it makes sense, but it's just, it's strange, but it was such, it was so funny. Uh, Olaf, I thought, you know, just to give a quick, like just some of the highlights, I thought Olaf's moments in this movie was more, one more common in the movie and his, his monologue of explaining frozen one, like it had us crying. It was so funny like it was going so good so good and That's so awesome. funny and the 80s ballad that Kristoff does at <laughs> one point so, oh my it's god supposed to be like so endearing and like genuine but it's hilarious it's like brian adams <laughs> mixed with like 80s and 90s love ballads uh, that is funny it, now now i need to go i know watch right you need to watch it Mark. <laughs> like, and this is this is what's funny is along the same lines when mindy and i went to watch guardians of the galaxy with a bunch of 
Brazilians and people there, we were the only ones laughing because we were the only ones that got the 80s jokes. And so during this part, when Christoph is singing this 80s ballad, Mindy and I are the only ones laughing. Like that's so funny. We're just noticing the nuances and we're like, Oh, it's just like, you know, the eighties music videos and just all that stuff. Boys to men. And, uh, and it was was so funny. And, uh, we were the only ones laughing. Um, (laughs) but I, I would definitely give, uh, five out of five flaming geckos to, to this movie, uh, is as full of surprises. The emotional can, I, I cried at least, I don't know if I cried. I got, I got hit in the feels at least three times in the movie. And wow, to me, if nice. a, a movie hits me in the feels, it's a good movie. So uh, I yeah. really I really enjoyed it. Um, and then this week, Mindy returned back to school, returned to teaching. So today, the kids and I had a day of games and being lazy around the house. It oh, very nice. Good times. And uh, we started playing Lego Avengers, which I know, Ed, you yeah. are an avid Lego player mm-hmm. and uh, I really love the Lego games not just for the this the entertainment value doing something with my kids co-oping but I can introduce movies and material to my kids that you know I'm not ready to show them yet right you know like like when we played through Star Wars I'm not ready to to show them the fall of Anakin Skywalker to Darth Vader in the movie but doing it in Lego form that's ah, <laughs> it's, that's perfect it's fine when his legs and arms fall off in the yep. lego form it's fine it's not a big deal yep so, so uh doing that with avengers was really fun just starting the kind of going through and i'm like explaining you know and they do it differently than the movies because they mix uh avengers one and two in the lego film so they kind of hop back and forth mm. and uh so that's been fun to do that with the kids and uh and so so we just had a game of a day of video games that was that was good times uh, and pretty much that lasts until they start to fight with each other because like my son <laughs> has a tendency to just find a tree that he can't destroy, but he can hit it over and over and it gives him studs or it yeah. makes a noise or does something funny. And then my daughter's like, come on, James, help me. You got to help me. We got to work together. She's older <laughs> and she wants to accomplish the goals. Yep. <laughs> and my son, uh, like when we He's played like, Star no, Wars, Tosh, a tree. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Look at this tree, Tosh. It's really funny. <laughs> right. <laughs> there was one time we were playing Star Wars, and he got R2-D2, and he just started going off the edge of a cliff over and over and over because he, because R2-D2 does the... <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Does it over and over, and Tasha got so mad. My daughter's just like, you've got to stop, James. We've got to, we've got to stop Darth Maul. And and like, J- like, James and Clark are on the same wavelength because he did yes. the exact same That's thing. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> this over and over and over again it's really funny and then five minutes later it's like okay james you yep you need to stop <laughs> five minutes yeah, not doing this pull it Let's together <laughs> uh, but it's Pulling it's good times um on my side with the gaming i have been playing through control which is something oh, nice a game that you're familiar with ed i don't think patrick's played yet and not yet. mark nope. you haven't played that yet either right negative have not played it yet yeah so um, my experience with Control has been pretty positive so far. I've really had fun with the gameplay. Uh, the story is very intriguing and very convoluted and very creepy. Uh, I'm not a fan of the voices that constantly are <laughs> yep. talking to me. Uh, and Ed, you, maybe you can tell me, am I going to have to deal with these voices the rest of the game? Yes. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Because every time I play, I'm just like, 
I'm like half interested in what they're saying, and at the same time, I'm like, I don't know that I want to know what they're saying because yeah, it's just creepy. So yeah, uh, yeah, I've been playing that. Um, and one thing I'm I'm curious about, and Ed, I want to pick your brain because I know you played it like one and a half times, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. So, is it okay that I shoot the people that are making the voices? Yeah, I don't think it does anything. Sometimes you're shooting them preemptively, and sometimes they're just there and nothing happens, but there's no penalty for it. Okay. That's what I was worried about, because I found that if I I shot them and got rid of them, the little floating people that were (laughs) making the voices, the voices would go away. So you're Which just sounds very out crazy when I say it. I'm like, I need the voices to go away. <laughs> so, but then at one point, if I pew pew all the voices. Yeah, just pew <laughs> right. pew all those voices. But at one point, one of my one of the NPCs is like, oh, you can free them or you can cleanse them or something. And I like, I was like, oh no, I've been killing all the others. I've not done that. So I can cleanse them later. So I can cleanse them a different way. That's yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess I, I am cleansing them a different way. But the game's been, it's been really interesting. You know, I've heard people talk about how it's like Twin Peaks or uh, it's it it has connections to Alan Wake, which, you know, mm-hmm. so I knew it was going to be a little creepy. And uh, But you're just thrown into the story and you're just running around and fighting these red-faced hiss people. And uh, yeah, so far so good. I've been enjoying it. So Nice. Yeah. All right. And with that... I've also been streaming sometimes, actually, since my kids are home and I don't want them to hear the voices with me, uh, I've been streaming very early in the morning, mm-hmm. and so things have not been too populated when I've been streaming, but uh, it's, still been, it's still been good, and uh, I've run into people like uh, uh, Isaac Alistic, Isaac from Infinity Bros. I guess he works the midnight shift over there in Minnesota, and so... I've gotten to uh, chat with him a little bit, but I have to be honest that I've found it kind of hard to game and Twitch at the same time. You know, that whole patting your head and rubbing your tummy. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm. I've been very inconsistent in my history with streaming, Ed, just to to catch you up on that. And I find that sometimes I just want to go with the flow and other times I want to be like, okay, I need to check the chat. And then I get so enthralled in the game sometimes that I forget to check the chat. Sometimes my chat doesn't work. Uh, which oh, wow. I've talked to the guys about this before where all of a sudden I'm like, I, I don't know if I'm kicked off or, you know, Patrick has sent me screenshots of people talking on the chat and I'm not saying anything. And oh, he's wow. Like, Is your chat working? <laughs> and I've had it since day one. And I don't know if it's associated with being in Brazil and my PlayStation being registered in the U.S. I don't I don't really know what the issue is, but that's always been kind of a, I don't know, kind of a... Uh, it's been a, a hitch that I've kind of get caught on that kind of ruins, I guess, the interactive side of streaming where you want to talk with people and that kind of stuff. Right. Uh, so it's kind of created some false starts, some ups and downs. Uh, but that's where you come in because you're our in-house twitching and streaming expert. <laughs> and so hopefully you can help me. I know that Patrick and Mark have both tried and failed many times and they'll, you know, they'll share some of their experiences, but, uh, that kind of goes into our topic of the show, Ed Placencia, and how to twitch like a pro. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, you've come to the wrong place. Uh-oh. 
Welcome back. All right, folks, we're going to jump right into these questions, jump right into what Ed has to say and his thoughts. So what do you think? Are you ready to uh, right, our, right our wrongs, help yeah. us to twitch better? I don't know that, that there's any one answer, like, like uh, and across the board, like, what do I do in this case? I think it depends on the person and the, uh, the stream that, that you have and are building and want to build. But uh-huh. I would definitely um, love to, to at least offer some insight, at least what, what I've learned so far. Yeah, that would be great. Well, to lead us into that, we actually have some joiner questions, some listener questions. Right. That'll maybe help with that, and we're going to get a little bit of your your background, your thoughts on on streaming, and maybe some tips and tricks and those kind of things. Yeah. Uh, so to start us out, Jeff the Android at Remake Yourself, whom some of you might know as Jeff Swan, he said, "Hey Ed, hi." <laughs> he said, "Your lifestyle is definitely outside the norm. You and Sarah's jobs, family, etc. This is an observation, not a criticism. Just in case you were wondering." <laughs> This <laughs> is clarifying. Uh, you're very clearly very very. I'm adding an extra very. Sorry. Why are you not normal? <laughs> what is wrong with you? You're clearly very happy with the life you've made for yourselves. So, what decisions or events led to where you are now? When did you decide that this was what you wanted? Now, this is kind of a mix, Ed, of streaming, which is you know a lot of what you do, and also yeah. your job and and that kind of stuff. So. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't until uh, Sarah and I were married that, I mean, I always had a, you know, nine to five or you go here kind of a job, you know, pretty much my entire life. And a few years ago when Sarah became a beach body coach, she was able to work from home and she's basically helping people get fit and, and, and stay in shape and do exercises and stuff like that. Um, right. And when her, when that took off, she needed help and I was actually able to stay at home and work from the house. So um, it wasn't something that I realized that I, that we, it it was not something that either one of us realized we wanted, but when it worked out that way, we just kind of stumbled upon it. We were both kind of, kind of happy that, wow, we can stay home and work and, you know, we're around each other all the time, which is awesome. Um, We can, we can drink coffee the entire time. We can be in flannel PJs if we want to, and we can be working. Um, and it just kind of stumbled into that. Um, mm-hmm. I've always been interested in, in performance and, and VO and voice acting. And when I started to kind of dabble in the Twitch streaming, uh, Sarah was just very encouraging. She's like, if this is something you want to do, you know, you took a chance when I wanted to be a, a, an online coach, you know, now let's take a chance for you and see if, you know, you can just do this and go, go full tilt and, and, and knock it out of the park. And so that's kind of, how my day is is split up is the first half of the day I'm working and doing online things for Sarah and kind of behind the scenes. Basically, if you don't know that I'm doing what I'm doing, I'm doing my job. Um, mm-hmm. And then the second half of the day is Twitch streaming, and it's worked out really, really nice. It's been it's been awesome, and and uh, it's definitely not something I ever thought was possible or even aspired to. We just kind of stumbled upon it, and and it's worked out really, really nicely. Very nice. Awesome. Now, something that uh, Joseph Grimm at By Grace I Am Saved on Twitter uh, wanted to know that kind of works alongside of, you know, what you were sharing. He said, Ed, do you think you started streaming as much as you are now because of the podcast or were you headed that way before? And I think he's asking this because I think your streaming and, the you know, your involvement in the podcast kind of 
went right kind of they the, I think they started rising at the around the same time so talk about a little bit the relationship between the podcast streaming and how that all worked together yeah I was actually I was first doing YouTube walkthroughs and gameplays on my own and mm. um, I did that for I want to say a year or so and that's when Gabe approached me and said do you want to do them for married to the games and so mm. instead of uploading them on my YouTube channel I was like yeah sure and I just uploaded them on to married to the games and uh, and um, so I didn't do it because of Married to the Games. It definitely, it's a big part of the community that's there, and and that's right. been amazing. Um, mm -hmm. And then Twitch streaming, I think I really did it for the first time for Extra Life, and just really really enjoyed it and had a really nice time. And uh, and so it really wasn't because of the podcast it was really just because i i enjoyed it so much and was like i want to do more of this and uh so it was kind of again just something i stumbled into and was like this is a lot of fun let's keep doing this awesome so oh, when was that was that in 2017 or how early was it when you were doing those uh walkthroughs wow it would have been let me see i started doing like for for married to the games or for on on my own, on on your own. And when did that transition to the married to the games? Let me see. That would have been. I'm actually on my YouTube channel now, and I think I have old walkthroughs. But yeah, that would have been. Wow, I think. See, I don't even remember when I started on Married to the Games, so I'm really bad about this because I think it was about a year I was doing it for married to the games before uh i was doing it uh i want to say it's 2015 i'm just gonna throw a year out 2015 one of the first yeah one of the first uh, uh streams that i watched you play was virginia oh wow and okay right that that was that was it it was in 20 it was either 2015 or 2016 um when you when that was the first time I saw you on there, so okay, I guess that it was is either around that time or before that. But I I knew I knew immediately. I'm like, well, this this guy this guy knows how to stream and and uh, and converse with the chat. So you had you had uh, a, a natural talent early on. Thanks, man. Yeah, I um was that on Twitch. Yeah, that, oh, you know what? I don't know if it was on Twitch okay. or if it was. Did you go live on YouTube? First? I didn't. No, I just would record them okay. and upload them. So, so then, so yeah, I was watching it. So it must have been Twitch at that time. Okay, okay, yeah, that's. Um, I was in. I know. Okay, in May of 2015, I was doing them on my own still, um, and okay. I think it was that summer, July, when Gabe approached me about going over to Married to the Games. I think that's right. Okay. Sweet. So wow. So it's been almost four years, four or five years. Yeah, maybe. I started. Twitch streaming regularly, it'll be it's uh, a year and a half now. It'll be two years in July. Mm -hmm. Okay. Nice. So I have my own little question. Mm -hmm. um, and based on my own very limited uh, experience of, of streaming on Twitch, um, the biggest struggle I think I've had, and I think this would help people who are starting out um, as well, uh, I when I would stream... Um, the biggest issue with, for me is obviously, you know, just starting out, nobody knows you really, except yep. for, you know, some people in our community, you know, they know you, of course. Mm -hmm. um, but a lot of times I would find myself uh, 
playing for an empty house. Yep. Yeah. And and so a lot of the times I was struggling, you know, a lot of the the thing about Twitch is interactivity, mm-hmm. you know, actually interacting with people in the chat and stuff like that. Uh so what do you do when there's no chat? <laughs> you keep talking. Um and that's that's really the the one of the things that I really try to encourage people who are new to do is just keep talking anyhow. Um, mm-hmm. Because if you go into a channel and it's just a guy sitting there playing a game, kind of staring at the screen and he's not saying anything, I, and I've I've been in channels like that myself, I won't stick around for very long, you know. And you don't have to uh, put pressure on yourself to be witty or do this or do something you saw someone else do. Just talk about what's happening in the game. Okay, I'm gonna go over here and. I wonder if anything is behind this door. I'm going to open this door and, you know, if nothing else, just narrate what you're doing. Um, but uh, it's it's surprising what a huge difference that can make between two people, one where a guy's just playing a game and one where a guy is talking. Because if someone's talking, when you hop into that channel, you know that, okay, this guy wants to engage or he will engage rather than, oh, I think I'm intruding on this guy playing his game. I'm just going to awkwardly back out of here because I don't want to bother bother this guy who obviously is just here to play a game. Gotcha. Yeah. That's good. I know for me that's that's been one thing that actually I've been I won't say that I've been good at, but something that comes naturally is just talking to myself. Like mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. it's like, oh look at that little and I don't even remember anything I can say and I can't even think of anything off the cuff that I say. But like even recently right. playing control early in the morning, um, you know, you just get like half a dozen you know, I think I got up to like seven, eight or, or nine people one day and I was yeah. like, oh my gosh, what a, what a, what should I say? It's like, I don't know, you just imagine like if you're playing an instrument on the street and all of a sudden like a few people stop and stare at you and you're like, oh shoot, now I have to, yeah. I have to perform. And right. I try not to, but at the same time, it's really hard not to when you see the numbers start pumping up or you see... You know, I'm in like a boss battle and all of a sudden the twi- the chat's going. I'm mm-hmm. like, well, I should respond to that. But then at the same time, I'm like, I'm going to die. <laughs> right, <laughs> I don't want to die. Right. And that's definitely one thing that, that's been hard for me, especially playing Overwatch, is I know that when when I'm in the mix, I can't look at chat. Some people are really good at that. They can look at both, yeah. and I just can't. And so a lot of times if you find yourself in a spot where, you know, if you've got a boss battle, hey guys, okay, I know, yeah, I know I'm going to be right with you in the chat. I, I'm, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, as soon as I take care of this guy, I will be right with you, I promise. You know, just, you know, anything like that to let them know that you still know that they're there, even if they're not there. Yeah. But you still know that they're there and, and they know that you're thinking of them. Mm-hmm. For sure. Awesome. So, Splig at Dopalicious, Mike Doherty on Twitter, he said, as a streamer slash podcaster, have you found better success flying by the seat of your pants or having a set topic or routine? Now, we can talk both sides of this since he said streamer and podcaster, which is totally two different, mm-hmm. uh, can be totally two different beasts. But let's maybe focus on the streamer part first. Do you go in with a plan, Ed, or do you just fly by the seat of your pants? Yeah, I don't have any kind of plan at all. And 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 I think if you did, I don't know how well it would work because it's such an interactive format. You know, with the podcast, it's nice to have to know where you're going to head and okay, we got to we got to steer it over here this way. We got to go over here. But as a streamer, you know, you don't want to make any you don't want people to come across as you don't want to come across to people as look, 
I don't care what you're saying. I'm going to be talking about this, this, and this, you know, if you're just kind of letting the, letting the conversation flow and whether it's something in the game that comes up or something in the chat that someone says, if you're flexible, um, you know, that's, it's, it's, you're having a conversation with people, you know, and, and some people are there to put on a show. I'm there to have an interaction with people and to, and to communicate. And so it's, you know, you're going to have a much better conversation if you just listen and react to each other rather than sit down. I've got this monologue of things I want to go through. I'll be with mm-hmm. you in 20 minutes, you know. Now, in terms yeah. of planning your what games you're going to play, uh, is there any planning that goes into like that for you? Like, uh, I know that you have certain days where you play certain games and you, yeah. you, know, you make an alliteration with the day of the week or right. like yeah, you know, I, work Fridays. But for those that don't know about that, what is... What kind of planning goes into what games you're going to play? Yeah, I just started playing, uh, doing what I call Music Mondays, where each Monday I'll play a rhythm or a music game, and that's been fun. Uh, on Fridays, I call them No Work Fridays, which basically I I try to pick a game that people can play with me rather than watching me play. Um, and so that's been fun as well, because on both on both fronts, there's a ton of games that you can choose from. And then the rest of the days of the week, it's just kind of whatever catches my fancy. There are some people that only stream Fortnite or only stream Overwatch, and I could not do that without getting burned out. Um, yeah, and, and and so I I just have to keep myself. Uh, you know, if if I'm not having a good time, nobody else is going to have a good time. And you know, that's really a thing that I I've heard a lot of people say. If you're a small streamer, don't play Overwatch, don't play Fortnite, because there's a million yeah. people playing it. But I don't yep. know if that's true because if you're having a good time, people will find you and people will stick around, you know, and true. and so I would encourage people to just play what they enjoy. Um don't try to find a game that no one else is playing and you end up, oh this no wonder no one's playing it. This game is horrible, you know. Play Overwatch for two people and have fun doing it, you know, because at the end of the day people know if that's why you're there. They know if you're there to have fun. Or they know if you're there because Ninja made millions on Twitch and I want to do it too. And it's been four days and no one's watching (laughs) me, you know? (laughs) Right. So so just just enjoy yourself. Have a good time. I mean, if you can't have fun playing games, then 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 maybe find something else to do. Yeah. Sure. So so as you uh, transition from your music Mondays all the way to No Work Fridays, you know, you have well, days where you are playing by yourself mm-hmm. and you only have the community to converse with. Yeah. How different is that on No Work Fridays when you have on not only the chat but also voice chat from other people yeah. that are in your in your chat and playing the game at the same time? How do you how does that work for you? Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, it's very different. Um, Jackbox is nice because there's no voice chat. You know, right. and when I play Jackbox games, I don't do voice chat. And uh, a lot of times I will say, hey, guys, yeah, we're going to play Overwatch today. I'm not going to get into voice chat for the first couple of hours, because if I'm streaming, I want the people who are there watching me stream. They are my priority. Um, yeah. I don't want to just make it feel like they're just watching on the outside and can't partake. And that's mm-hmm. really hard for me, at least, to juggle when there are other people in the voice chat. And I've been on people's streams where someone who's on the voice chat just kind of like railroads everything and takes over. And the streamer that I'm there to watch hasn't said a word for four minutes. 
Yeah. And um, mm, so yeah. I try to be very, very aware of that. Um, it's it, I, I have found that in games like Overwatch, if we play custom games, it's a little easier to interact because it's me and Lem shooting at each other and laughing and having a good time rather than us trying to do strategy and this guy's yelling about this and th- where if, if everybody can kind of be on the same page, it helps a bit. But yeah, I, I get very, very nervous if the, if the voice chat gets, gets too large, I start to get a little, little, uh, uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. There's a, there's something that I've been toying around with that I've thought about in the past in the times, especially when I've joined in on Mark stream or even mm-hmm. Patrick stream, uh, and I don't know if you've ever dabbled in this, Ed, but to recruit people that you're kind of teaming up with to to help, like to help uh, in the voice chat, doing some kind of uh, chat, uh, like watching. Like I know there's yeah. times, like when I watched uh, Mark's Gears Five uh, stream, and there were times he was really focused on it. I want, I wished I had an Xbox so I could get on there and be like, <laughs> "Hey, Mark, this guy said this thing about this," yeah. and kind of just to, to help him and team up. And I've and I've toyed around with the idea of what if we you know like with our Good Morning Guys we have a Twitch channel and I think Patrick and I have a personal one and Mark just uses the Good Morning Guys one but if we made a more concerted effort to to have that kind of back and forth where you have someone who's you know who's focusing on the chat and your your viewers with you yeah and wonder what that yeah. would, dynamic would be like yeah interesting yeah that's you know and and that's where where a good mod will really come in handy that way yep. because. You know, a lot of times something will happen in the chat, and when they realize that, oh, we're done fighting over here, Ed can look at the screen. They'll say, "Oh, hey, Ed, you missed such and such, such and such, or whatever." And and so having a good mod, a good moderator in the chat is is priceless. Do you do you uh, do you have the such moderators? I do. I have one moderator, and uh, his name is Ojoy. He does a really good job. And nice. What's also nice is that the community does that as well. Um, and once they're there for a bit, you know, just today I had someone say, oh, hey, Ed, so-and-so recommended this or whatever. And, oh, okay, thanks. Oh, thanks for letting me know. I can't believe I missed that. And uh, yeah. so once you get that community going, they'll actually help out as well. Mods also help you with keeping the chat clean. Yes, mm, they do. Yes, <laughs> yes. That's very yes. important. Have you have you ever had to, like, block anybody or or you know, have somebody be removed from the chat. Yeah. And, and just kind of your usual, I have it turned on where, uh, stream labs automatically has a moderator as well. So if anyone says any kind of four letter word, it doesn't even go through. I see it and I can either, either allow it or, or deny it, but yeah, you know, you'll, that's it's, nice. it's basically people stopping in saying, Hey, get thousands of followers easy follow this link kind of a thing um oh yeah and, gotcha. oh spam yeah stuff. yeah yeah but that's really about yeah. it now speaking of Streamlabs, um you know obviously um you started out just baseline using like native mm-hmm. twitch apps like on ps4 or xbox because mm-hmm. um, obviously those consoles have those built-in features but recently you've been kind of sort of stepping up your game um and so obviously there's there's kind of a wide range of how streamers go about kind of building their their presentation and things like that Mm -hmm. so talk a little bit about how how you're doing that yeah i was able to uh to move over to Streamlabs, and it's something i've wanted to do and i told myself when i when the new consoles come out i will get a gaming computer 
because uh, right now I'm just working off of a janky old laptop that I have. And yeah. um, that way I could do Streamlabs and I could do everything. And, and why I wanted to do that is basically because we have people come over so often and play games with us. I wouldn't want to uh, set up all of my stuff right there in the living room. And I wouldn't want to have to like lug the PlayStation up and down from my office every time. And I thought, well, you know what? I'll just do the, the native streaming for now, when the new consoles come out, I'll put the new consoles upstairs in my office. I'll stream from there. We can leave consoles downstairs on the TV. And uh, mm-hmm. I was fortunate enough at Christmas to get an Elgato, which uh, makes Streamlabs. You don't really need a... I, I, I'm, I'm proof that you don't need a, a super powerful gaming PC to use it because, again, I've got a janky old laptop that uh, I'm 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 using, and so I just got that at right before Christmas, and have been playing around with Streamlabs, and I'm still learning a lot, but it's been it's been such a nice change just to be able to put a be right back screen up, or or put up a screen while the Jackbox code is there if you don't want everybody to see the code right away. Just small little little things like that 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 make a a little bit of difference, but when you add them up, it kind of makes a nice little nice little sharp presentation. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. Nice. Um, so what would be three tips you would give for having a quality stream and growing consistent community? Uh, the word you said there is consistent. Um, yeah. be, be consistent. Um, if people know you're going to be on XYZ days, even if it's one day a week, if they know on Thursday night you're going to be there, that's a lot easier than... Uh, I'm going to stream now, and a week and a half later, I might stream on Sunday afternoon, and, oh, it's a random Wednesday, three weeks later. You know, consistency is a huge, huge thing, and I can't stress that enough. It's just consistency. Um, We mentioned the numbers early. A lot of people don't even have their numbers turned on because they don't want that to affect their stream. They don't want to know how many people are there, uh, whether it's zero or whether it's you know a hundred they don't want to know because they don't want that to affect what they're doing um uh consistency know why you're doing it do it for the right reasons you can tell when someone is in it uh because they want to make a bunch a bunch of money you're not gonna that's not gonna happen it's not gonna happen um uh at least not right away and a lot of people get very impatient after a week I've been streaming for a week. No one's here. Yeah. Well, no one's going to be there for yeah, a little while. It's just like a salesman. Like when I used to work at a cell phone kiosk, you could always mm-hmm. tell the the guy that was trying to sell you the phone to make the, the extra buck versus the guy who was selling you the phone based on your needs or based on yeah. where you lived or, yep. you know, you have to have that, that, that interactive element where you're acting in relationship to the person and not just saying, Hey, watch yeah. me because I'm funny and blah right. blah blah. And exactly, people just see right through that. Yeah, and 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 on that same vein, people see through self promotion that's unwarranted. Um, yeah, if if Patrick's streaming and I hop in and Patrick says, "Oh, you guys, check out Ed's channel. Ed, what's your link?" and and then if I post a link, that's fine. But if I hop into Patrick's stream and I'm like, "Oh, hey, I gotta go. I'm getting ready to stream my game." You know, any anything like that, it's so it's so it's so uncomfortable. It's very it's just yeah. weird. Um, 
if if someone invites you to promote your stream in another stream, that's awesome. You know, that's that I, I've got no problem with that. But when you take that first step of, hey, you guys, I stream as well, and I'm streaming this, yeah, don't do that. That's it's 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 kind of rude. <laughs> yeah. How about a follow for a follow? Oh yeah, that's yeah. that's totally fine. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so Arctic M seventy seven. I need to quit saying that. Arctic Warlocks. It's, it's Arctic yeah, Warlocks. Yeah. Matt, he said. Uh, <laughs> here, I'm going to read this verbatim, Ed. Let's see okay. what you think of his question for you. Okay. Ask him. That's you, Ed. Mm-hmm. To have him ask <laughs> you what you think his 2020 resolutions are in gaming and streaming, or what they should be. Smirky face. So ask you, Lucas, what you think my 2020 resolutions are. No, you're supposed to ask us what we think your 2020 resolutions in gaming. <laughs> so go ahead, Ed. <laughs> ask us. He said, you said that we right. said. They don't know we know they know we know. And right. You, you can't tell them. So, Mark, Lucas, Patrick, what do you think my 2020 resolutions are? I think you're going to become a pro ballet dancer. Oh, that's... See, Yes. We shouldn't have let Patrick go first. He nailed no, it. And, and only in recitals. And then where you're not asked. Yes. For self-promotion. And then you say, hey, follow me on Twitch. Yeah. Like flash mob at recitals, just but it's just me. <laughs> Who's that on stage? I don't know. <laughs> let him do I think, thing. I think that your resolution is to purchase a majority share of square one copy. Ooh, I like that one. Ooh. Yep. That's yep. That's bordering yep. on truth. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is that already done? Is that already? And they already happen. Oh, okay. Surprise! <laughs> Surprise! I'm a millionaire. <laughs> uh, I think your gaming resolution is uh, to and streaming resolution is to get as many platinums if, as you have followers on Twitch. Oh, look at that. Wow. Mm, I need to up good. my platinum game. Then. Yep, that's <laughs> a lot of my name is Mayo games. Stream those. I've seen those. I've seen a few streamers do like a, a 50 platinum run in uh, 24 hours. You could do that, Ed. Totally. What? That's insane. Those have to be like the most boring games, though, right? <laughs> they're, they're like the most awful, like cheesy games. <laughs> I'm going to stream three games of My Name is Mayo. Yeah. Yep. One on PS Vita, yep. one on PS3, and one on PS4. It's not on PS3. <laughs> There's <Mayo>. three. <laughs> what was the game you played, Patrick, where the uh, the guy, uh, was he deaf? Oh, gosh. Oh, yeah. You well, don't do that with the quiet man. Quiet man. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> I was. I was seriously thought that was going to be a good game. <laughs> I had more fun making fun of the game than I did playing it. Oh, so fun. <laughs> so Ed, do you want to tell us the truth now? I didn't really make any. Um, yes. Yeah. So you guys were all correct. Yep. Now you, now you got <laughs> right. some. We'll check yeah, in yeah, with yeah. you in 2021. You That's go. right. We can't wait to hear the results. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that can be one of your uh, 31 days of creativity. Just start dancing. Oh, yeah. Start that ballet. I like that. Start that on stretches. the 32nd day. It's showtime. <laughs> Just extend it. <laughs> um, transitioning a little bit, 
Uh, were there any other guys? Did you have any other questions for Ed or, or Ed? Did you have any final thoughts on streaming? We're going to go take a left turn in a second, but I didn't want to. Yeah. I, um, just have a good time, you know? Um, yeah, it, it, that's, it, you know, people want to have a good time and, and, uh, yeah, just have fun. You know, who, who cares how much you make or don't make? Who cares who's watching and who isn't watching? If one person hops in and leaves your stream, leaves your chat with a, feeling a little bit better than when they came in, you've done your job. Yep. And 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 know that. And and so, yeah, just just have a good time. Stay positive. If, you, if there are plenty of people out there that are angry streamers, um and when you're not that, it stands out a little bit. So just have a good time. Definitely. Cool. Sweet. Yeah. I like it. Mark, were you going to say something? Nope. Okay. Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> Ed, I think you really, <laughs> you really show the, that genuine nature that you're even kind of sharing now. And it, it goes right into what a friggin' nutcase Travis popsicle had to say on uh, ask on discord. He said, uh, Ed, why are you passionate about video games? Oh, I'm sorry. I read that wrong. Why are you passionate about video games, Mr. Ed? What got you hooked? I might have added that, Mr. Ed, for the old added, people. Added for a hey, Wilbur. I um, I don't know. How video games did it, I guess. Um, it's kind of like saying, "Why do you enjoy TV?" or "Why do you enjoy music?" You know, you just you just do. Um, there's not really a reason why or anything that clicked. It's just always something I've I've done and and have enjoyed uh-huh. and. The better games get, the more they have me hooked. Fair enough. Yeah. And I, and I think that, you know, in, in connecting that to streaming, I think that you're, you're passionate about the people that you get to talk with and you just plain out enjoy video games. Yeah. Like you alluded to the people that are angry streamers. And, it, you know, sometimes it's like, why are you playing this game? When <laughs> exactly. It makes you act and feel this way. <laughs> so much so. <laughs> Um, Barnaby Butterteeth on the Discord said, uh, "Ask him who his favorite Overwatch character is and why it is Symmetra." <laughs> oh, you know what? <laughs> I was watching someone stream two nights ago, and they were a Symmetra player. And if you know Overwatch, you know how weird this is. She used turrets maybe three times in a single game and killed it. She, they they were going to town. I've never seen Symmetra played like that, where she was just played as a, uh, someone who just shot her little laser gun. And I was so impressed, uh, with with the play. So I, that was actually, it kind of made me see Symmetra in a new light. I still hate her. Um, and I still, (laughs) still hate her guts, guts. but, uh, (laughs) I probably junk, right? Just because he was my first main and he's just a little goofball. I like it. Nice for sure. Um, so Lane Storm wanted to kind of switch things around for us, and he had this to ask. I can find it. Where did it go? There it is. Stalling for time. He said, so Ed, what is your favorite Little Debbie snack cake? And maybe, I don't know, do you ever eat on your streams, Ed? Is that something that you encourage people to do? Have a little snack while they're doing a stream? I don't encourage people to do it, but I still drink shakes anyhow while I'm doing it. So I think drinking a shake is okay. It's more that's when okay. Like, yeah. Like yeah. Oh yeah. The eating. No. no. Yeah. Um. I don't. Um. Maybe yeah, did, little, did little Debbie do those oatmeal pies? Was that her? She sure does. I'll yes. say that. 
Mm. Nice. Guys, do you have any uh, favorite little Debbie snack cakes? Swiss cake rolls. Oh, those are good. Dang it. Those are good. (laughs) Those are good. Star Crunch. Is that little Debbie? Yes. Yes. I like those like in the microwave after like out of the plastic, obviously. (laughs) Don't 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 need none of that plastic. Uh, I gotta look those up. Star Crunch. Put them in the microwave, soften them up a little bit. On the other side, my wife likes to eat them out of the freezer. I like to call them tooth breakers because <laughs> yeah. that is not a fun thing to do. Stark, what is this? I've never seen these before. Yeah, the Star Crunch is just little chocolate cow patties. I guess they don't. Yeah, they don't. They're they're just like uh, they have. It's that. just pretty much chocolate and then that crunchy. <laughs> say material, but they're crunchy <laughs> candy, not material. It's not like building material. But yeah, it's just made into like a. Cookie, kinda. is it like a rice crispy? Is that what the crunchy stuff kinda, is? Kinda, yeah. It's like a, ri- yeah, yeah. yeah. It's okay. kind of like a rice crispy, but it has more chocolate to it. Yeah, it's really good. Nice. I think it has a little caramel in the center, right, Patrick? Mm, Maybe. I, I don't think in the center. In the center, no, isn't there a little? So. I think it's just the same. It's the same all, it's the same all, all the way around. around. Mm, yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> But maybe you're right. I don't remember. It's about okay. Well, you can so. trust me. You can trust me. Yeah, I'll trust you this time. Uh, but mine is the uh, is the cinnamon uh, top topper, like the cr- uh, the crumbs, the cinnamon crumb one. What you know? What I'm talking about. I don't know what it is. Cr- it's called it's like a crumb cake. Oh yes, oh, it's almost okay. like a coffee cake kind of. Yes. yes, the coffee cake yep. one yes. with the crumb on top. Mm, that is yes. good. Yeah. That's real good. So good. Dang yes. it, man. Now I got to go to the store. I no, know, right? don't do it, Mark Boucher. Flipping hungry. <laughs> you know, we mentioned, Pick me up some. we mentioned that coffee. Of course, Ed, we have to talk a little bit of coffee. Okay. Uh, with our buddy Ed, because you are also definitely a, a resident professional. I don't know how much <laughs> uh, Mark and Patrick dabble in like coffee and roasts, and but I know you do, Ed. And I definitely... Bit. Do not. I live in Brazil, but I'm like, <laughs> yeah. it all tastes the same to me. Yeah. That's just funny. And I know that. I, I drink a smattering of a coffee smattering. every now and then. It's gross. <laughs> that just sounds disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. Uh, so the coffee question that I had was, mm-hmm. again, from Lane Storm. And actually, now that I think about it, it, it veers off. But he says, ask him. I think I like how a lot of these are just like, hey, ask Ed. I know, right? Like, you're supposed to ask the question to Ed. Right? I'm supposed to ask you this. I can Ed. just imagine like, hey, 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 ask him, ask him, ask him, ask, the, ask him this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> ask him if he'll be my boyfriend. <laughs> Circle yes or no and then tell us. Right. Circle yes or no. <laughs> uh, so they said, ask him if coffee was not an option anymore. It's a terrible thought. Yeah. Uh, like... Like it is not on Earth at all. It's not mm-hmm. an option. It's not on Earth. Then what would be his go-to beverage? Would it be herbal teas, soda, flavored water, or would he replace his coffee love with anything at all? It would probably either be while I'm streaming. It would be throat coat. Otherwise, it'd probably just be plain water. Plain water. Yeah. Wow. You just like ice water or just warm tap water. I think warm tap water because ice water makes it harder to speak. Yeah, it constricts okay. the messes with the throat muscles. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, Mark and Patrick, I can't remember. Do you guys drink a lot of coffee? Uh, Come on. I drink, 
Well, Mark has coffee every morning. Well, <laughs> I don't know if. Yeah, I guess that counts. Because it's like, <laughs> sure it counts. isn't it like, isn't it called iced? I mean, coffee? it is. It's iced coffee, but it's like, it's like me. Like oh. I dunk mine with sugar and dunk it. <laughs> I don't dunk it. There's still coffee. It's still I, coffee. I mean, yeah. I guess. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I don't want to. Be, you're right. Yeah. All right. I take that back. Yeah. We did know that Mark is a, an avid Dunkin' Donuts aficionado. There so, you go. Yeah. That's true. Mm-hmm. I just to just to fill you in, Ed. Like this particular Dunkin' Donuts in my neck of the woods, they are like super southern people. Uh huh. And and you know the the lady that's always at the at the drive through you know taking the order, she's like super peppy. It's like thank you for choosing Dunkin'. How can I help you? <laughs> it's like seven o'clock in the morning. Like no, just no. stop no. it now. And then and then all the people there have like they use pet names like they do in the South. Like they call me Suge. They call me Boo Boo. Oh, nice. They call me, yeah. Mm-hmm. Cherry Blossom. So, yeah. Cherry well, Blossom. No, not, not, not Cherry Blossom. No, none of that. And I pray never. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's funny. That's amazing. Um, now, for 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 me, I uh, I drink. I can drink any type of coffee. Mm-hmm. Like I'll, I'll have straight black coffee. If it's good coffee, mm, I, I don't like anything. Man, yet. coffee. But if it's like if it's like. If it's anything less than good, you know, I'll I'll throw in some sugar or 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 uh, some caramel um, or something, you know, something to to spice it up a little bit to make it taste better. Yeah. Uh, but with the good coffee, I'll drink black. Nice. And I, it's it's nice. And, and it depends on the day. Like if I'm mm-hmm. if I'm like right after like a a, a nice dinner, um, I'll choose black coffee. Uh, but if it's like in the morning, I like iced coffee in the morning. Um, it really depends. Mm. Nice. But I like it all. Yeah, for me, I uh, I'll I pretty much drink any coffee, but then that's because I put milk and sugar in mm-hmm. all of it. So I'm not manly enough to drink black coffee. Um, I can't really taste the subtleties of blends and roasts, and all I can yeah. notice is is this acidic and going to give me heartburn, or <laughs> is it not? <laughs> so. Like <laughs> that's that's what I run it's into like, when I when I test coffee. It's like that out. Beastie Boys song. I like my sugar with coffee and cream. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty much me. And one thing that I started a couple years ago that actually got my wife to start drinking coffee because she's never liked coffee, but she always liked the smell of it. Uh, is I started adding cinnamon to, oh, to yeah. my coffee yep. when I when we would you know make it. And yep. she really likes that flavor. And then I add a little bit of salt to cut down on the uh, acidity of it and oh, uh, nice. bitterness or whatever. So you you might be you might just coffee. be buying bad coffee, Lucas, if it's all about the acidity for you. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know what it is. Like, I, I, it, it, I think it's me. It's not the coffee. It's me. <laughs> you know, Sarah started putting um, little. Uh, she'll put like a half a packet of Swiss Miss in her coffee and make like a little yes. mocha at home. I'm Ooh, Sarah. Sarah and I are right on the same line there. <laughs> there I you love, go. That'll help. I do the same sure. thing too. I love yep. a little mochaccino. Yep. Um. Oh, uh, hold on. I lost Delvin. There's Delvin. Uh, Delvin Cox from the Delvin Cox Experience said, "If each member of Married to the Games and the Good Morning Guys were a type of coffee, what would they be?" Wow. So. Mm. That's a big question, man. 
That is a big question. Right. We don't have to answer each for everyone, but we can just go around and whoever can figure out who each member is a representation of coffee. I mean, I think Chris McCracken is uh, a little Irish cream coffee. I mean, yep, yep, that make, that's good. Yes, yeah. yep, yep. I mean, that's a that's a no brainer. Nailed it, nailed it. <laughs> and then uh, Tim would be whatever is given to him. The default, <laughs> yeah, whatever the de- default coffee is. Whatever the default <laughs> is. Either that, or he would just be like a straight up frappuccino, <laughs> just, just, just the, like the the sweetest, sugariest, what? barely yeah. coffee you could get. Awesome <laughs> coffee. Um, I would go with uh, robust. I like the uh, the robust flavors. Yeah. Um, like I've said before, like I don't have a very good sense of smell, so the more robustness mm-hmm. that is in coffee, the more I taste it. Yeah. So yeah. And you would def- definitely be a venti, Patrick. Uh, what's uh, the tall? The, 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 the tallest, the tallest, tallest, tallest size. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Give me the robust venti. Yes. Um. I think Mark would be like a like a caramel latte just because it's so like comforting and okay. just like warm one. and like aw like just nice to be around. That's definitely Mark Boucher. You just want to give it a hug. It's so sweet. Give it a hug. <laughs> and then Lucas, just because just be especially after the conversation we've just had, you would be uh uh like a like a, a vanilla latte and okay. and uh uh a vanilla latte, but like with a scone, so that you can dip it yes. in, and it's a little bit sweeter by the time you get finished with it. And then there's chunks floating around. There's chunks yes. floating around, and you forget yeah. that you dipped it in there, <laughs> and you're oh, like, "What shoot. are these chunks? What did I do?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, that sounds about right. The important thing <laughs> is there's no that. there's no grass in it. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> no grass in it. No, I'm not like a a chai latte or something like that. that no, no matcha. Like. No, definitely not. Uh, Ronnie's not with us, but I'll have to say that Ronnie would be that that type of coffee that you you get at like the wreck the the, the wreck house or like where you pump it and it says it it has sugar and then you drink it and it doesn't because he's always trying to mess with me and uh, <laughs> and he would just be that coffee that's, that's like yeah sure I'm a I, I got sugar in me and then yeah. there's no sugar in it it's like oh, yeah sure it's you decaf got me. Yeah. yeah, yeah, sure. It's decaf, and then it's like two in the morning, and you're still awake. Yep, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> I think I think Ed would be whatever flavor, but like with like five shots of espresso. Ooh, I like it because he's like super lively, always positive, always upbeat. Oh, and and so just ready to go. Nice, I like that. <laughs> Is that everyone? You left out one. Chubby it's hard. For, do we do? Gabe? We, have, we haven't done Gabe. See, yet. and it's this yeah. sounds weird at first, but Gabe is like just a straight up black coffee. But yeah. that's just because I know that's what he drinks. <laughs> <laughs> no other reason. And no also, just because, reason. like, when you get that black coffee with nothing else in it, you just get that. Bah! Like, here we are. That's, that's true. Definitely, Gabe. <laughs> yes. It's like, whoa! This yeah. is coffee. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> nothing else. There's nothing else here. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that sounds that's a that's a good one. Uh Jared Orr at Jor thirteen thirteen at Twitter. He said, Does Ed or any of the cast enjoy snow sports? Skiing, snowboarding, sledding. What's your fancy? Sledding? Sledding is always fun. 
Yeah, professional sledding. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like like in the backyard in one of those circle the tubes? The sport of oh, sledding. Yeah. Mm. Yes. I just saw a, a, I don't remember if it was a short video or a gif of the uh, the scorpion move when you hit a ramp on a sled uh. and then you land on your face <laughs> and your feet curve up like a scorpion. Yep. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> like touch That's your really nose. That always makes me cringe. <laughs> That's the best. Uh, uh, I I went I went skiing. The last time I went skiing was in 2010. My brother lives out in Denver. Oh wow, nice. And I had, you go to Aspen. This is my mm, California. What? <laughs> Wait, is Aspen in California? <laughs> no, also, Aspen. is it? Sure is. What? Nuh-uh. Aspen's in Colorado, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is going on sure. over here? <laughs> sure, I'm getting Aspen is is also in California. Yeah, but that's it, not the one you ski in. The one you ski in is in Colorado. You could, you, you could, <laughs> you could. Not well, but you, you could too. <laughs> sure, yeah. But no, it was a, the last time I skied was in 2010, and uh, that's when I separated my shoulder. So I never, Ooh, I never oh, skied. Dude. So no skiing for you then. No. Yeah, obviously. Me being from New Hampshire, like you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of ski ski lodges you can go to. Um, I I went snowboarding one time because I just could never get on board with skiing. I just don't like the idea of two things you've got to slide on. Let's just keep it to one, <laughs> and and then you're gonna add sticks to it. No, no thanks. Yeah, no thanks. Um, so I tried snowboarding. And uh, definitely like jacked up my tailbone. Ooh, ouch! Uh, so I was I was done after that. But I've I've gone sledding and tubing plenty of times. Nice. You know, Mark. What's funny is for me in snowboarding, I had the opposite experience. Not as in I enjoyed it, but I busted up my knees. So you Ooh. kept landing on your backside. I've kept landing to like in the front and landing on my knees when I would sled. Uh, sled mm. no snowboard i remember the last time i snowboarded i i for some reason couldn't turn right i could only turn left and i landed in a creek creek bed with freezing cold water flowing over Ugh. the snowboard and when i finally got That's... out like the bottom of the snowboard was just chunked with ice and i tried to slide down the hill and i just fell right on my knees and fell over I was like I I ripped that thing off my feet and ran down the hill. I was like I'm done with this. So oh dude, just just to help you out, Lucas, turning left is NASCAR. It's not it's not snowboard. Yeah, well, I was doing NASCAR moves with the snowboard, and I was not <laughs> good at it. That is for sure. Uh, but I I love skiing. I grew up. I think I started skiing when I was four years old, and I I learned to ski without the sticks, like just kind of holding my oh, hands wow. out and. I didn't learn to use the sticks until later on in life, and uh, it did make things easier as I got taller. <laughs> and so, I, you know, you, you kind of have a tendency to want to fall over as you get taller. Uh, yeah. But I loved skiing growing up, and I didn't stop skiing until I had to pay for it myself. And then I stopped skiing because yeah. it was expensive. How about you, Ed? Yeah, I've never been skiing or snowboarding or anything, but I've been tubing and sledding, and uh, I enjoy them. They're fun. Yeah. Good. Yeah. All right. Well, we have one more question, and this is a pretty important one from Tim Pollan on the Discord. He said, Ask Ed. Of course, because. 
<laughs> Everybody else said. Yes, I like you, Tim. Ask him, why is he so freaking nice? Hashtag legend. Uh, it's, it, the people around me make it easy to be nice. I'm surrounded by nice people, and it's much easier to be nice when there are nice people around you, that's for sure. Including Tim Pollan. Including Tim Pollan. For sure. That's the secret. Is surrounding yourself definitely with nice people. And, uh, you know, I with my kids, I they are constant, not constantly, but there's always those times when they're like, this kid's being mean to me. And I'm just like, you know what? Do you know a kid that's not mean to you, that's nice to you? Hang out with them. Just forget mm-hmm. the kid that's being mean to you. And uh, just stick with the ones that are being cool, that are being fun and are nice to you and you're nice to them. Just stick with that. And that makes yeah. all the difference for sure. Find all the kids who are nice to you and then gather together and beat up the one that was mean to you. Exactly. <laughs> and if you laugh and do it with a smile. Good plan. <laughs> exactly. It's fine. This is fun, guys. Yeah. Yay. Team building. <laughs> Team building. <laughs> all right. So any other, uh, that's, that's all the questions I had. Uh, Patrick. Mark, any other hard-hitting, burning questions you wanted to ask Ed or any last thoughts, feelings? I feel good. Thanks. Thank you. I knew that you would. <laughs> I'm tired, but I'm, I'm hanging in there. Also, Thanks. it is uh, 29 degrees right now in Aspen, California, by the way. Really? What is it in Aspen, so Colo- Colorado? I'm not looking that up. <laughs> it's cold. <laughs> It's you took the time to look up Aspen, California. You Aspen, can't look California. up Aspen, Colorado. Uh, to be fair, I looked up hey. Aspen, California as well. <laughs> and I was like, wow, elevation 7,100 feet. That's pretty tall. You could probably ski there. <laughs> yeah, you can, you can ski out that. I'm from West Virginia, and we don't have any mountains degrees. over like 4,500 feet, and we have places to ski. So definitely you 7,100. You can ski. Patrick, I'm sorry I laughed at you. <laughs> I'm not. Well, it was also a quote from Dumb and Dumber. Oh, <laughs> oh I forgot about that. Oh, man. Patrick. Never never apologize for laughing at Patrick. <laughs> no, definitely not. That's the only way it makes it fun. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Well, that's all for our time discussing tips and tricks <laughs> of twitching with Ed, along with getting to know our good buddy. Such a joy to chat with you. You are definitely... Uh, a nice, nice guy, like Tim Pollan said. We hope uh, you, our listeners and joiners, have enjoyed our chat as well. If you'd like to connect with us beyond listening, check out the links in the show notes or on our Twitter page at the GMG Podcast. We have a Discord group as well that talks about everything from real life to current events, entertainment, gaming, and peppered with some dad jokes. If you're more old school like me, then you can email us at the G- the Good Morning Guys at gmail.com. I almost messed that up. Then if you want to practice your radio voice, call us at what, Mark? For two weeks in a row? 99 GMG guys. Yes, you're on a streak. Nailed Hot it. streak. Two <laughs> weeks in a row. Leave a message. Ask a question. Let your voice be heard. Speaking of what should be heard, Mark, what is the latest additions to the GMG music playlist that any and all can hear on Spotify and Apple Music? The Sound of Silence. Yeah. <laughs> I love that song. <laughs> I, I'm not losing twice at that game. 
So, yeah, of course, as always, you can find the Good Morning Guys Morning Playlist on Spotify as well as Apple Music. Thank you so much, Bernabe, for holding things up on the, on the Apple Music end while I hold down the Spotify fort. And so uh, I picked a couple of songs this week uh, just thinking about songs that reflect Ed Placencia. Oh, no. Mm. <laughs> Tell me there's a Weird Al Yankovic song in there. I know, right? <laughs> There actually is not. That probably wouldn't have been a bad idea. Um, in fact, I'll think about one <laughs> as I'm naming off the... <laughs> um, okay, so the first song. So I was surprised because I was I was looking up songs about coffee. Mm. And Frank Sinatra actually has a song called The Coffee Song. Oh, wow. Hmm. Yeah. Can you sing it for us? So I've never heard that, that out. One. No, oh, come on, Mark. Sing it. <laughs> I will let you find out for yourself. <laughs> but yeah, Frank Sinatra's "The Coffee Song." Uh, true or false, Ed? You're a Sade fan. Um, yeah, true. Okay, true I don't know enough. about fan. I I like her music, but I don't know if I'd say fan. Okay, Mark, you should have gone yeah, with. I always Inya. get her Inya for some reason. I get. Time. I get. Um, Dido? Sade. Old Dido, yeah. What's that? Yeah, Dido. Dido, yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm scratching out my... my, my (laughs) Changing it to Dido. I remember at one time you you guys talked about Sade on the podcast. We did, yes. But, okay, so Dido's White Flag. Nice. Um, Weird Al's The Saga Begins. Oh, very nice. Ooh, good yeah, one. That's a good one. All right, Ed. So I had you pre-podcast think about what song you would like to add to the playlist this week. So what did you come up with? What song would you like to add? I came up with a song that I used to listen to all the time. I loved this album when it came out. It came out in 1989, and I had forgotten about it completely, and it came up randomly uh, during one of my uh, just play a random playlist and I had forgotten this song makes me so happy and it's so much fun and I've spent all week listening to this song dancing around in the kitchen while I cook yeah, it's by a guy named Bruce Willis and oh, no. it's <laughs> the actor yes, it's from his actually sings. it's from his second album if it don't kill you it just makes it makes you stronger and it's called Barnyard Boogie and it is so much fun <laughs> You said second album. Yeah, I've never like, heard of the, any the album. First one yeah, his first one was called "The Return of Bruno," uh, and um, yeah, it's so much fun. It's just fun blues, harmonica huh. music. Oh, it's so much fun! Cool. Can you sing it for us, like Ed? It. No, dang it, that's Mark Boucher's <laughs> job. <laughs> and Mark Boucher will not be doing. I can do the saga begins though. Go ahead, you go. We're listening. A long, long time ago, mm-hmm. in a galaxy far away, Naboo was under an attack, and I thought me and Qui Gon Jinn could talk the Federation in to maybe cutting them a little slack. But their response it didn't thrill us. They locked the doors and tried to kill us. We escaped from that gas. Then met Jar Jar and Boss Nass. I won't go on. <laughs> oh, no, were you, I'm impressed. Good, were you looking at the lyrics? 
No. Nicely done, sir. <laughs> yes. I am a Weird Al fan myself. Nice. So, yeah. So those are the additions to the Good Morning Guys playlist this week. I hope that they help you get your good morning on. All righty then. Mark, Pat, and Eddie, along with you, our beloved friends and podcast family, go get your good morning this week. May God bless and guide your lives as you live, as you work, and as you game. One, two, three, four. <laughs> Patrick, do you edit these? Sure do. Do you prefer me to the click of my mic turning off and on if I cough, or do you want me to cough into the mic just so it's obvious that I coughed rather than trying to hide it? Uh, yeah, just you can go ahead and cough. It's fine. All right, and then um, and then I'll just remove those Sounds if good. I want to. Ed, this is to. this is my <laughs> coughing. This is my coughing pillow. Usually I shove my face oh, in yeah. uh-huh. during the recording and cough into it. So, <laughs> so basically nobody lays their head on that. I know, right? Nobody <laughs> knows. <laughs> my family uses it all the time. Uh, by the way, late recording leader standing by. There you hey, go. Nice. He made it. One, two, three. Mark. Mark. Boucher. <laughs> Take it, Ed. <laughs> it's all yours. I love it. <laughs> <laughs>